Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists in the Gaston County and surrounding areas.
Oh. Round of applause. Nice. It was very good. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Cahoba by Kichite, who we've got on the Rooster Radio today. What's going on, man? Not much. How are you doing? I'm doing great, dude. Thanks for thanks for coming on the show and blessing us with some of that awesome music. Now, I was trying to get the title right before the show. I was like, it's called Cahoba. And you were like, yes, the Cahoba Ritual. Yeah. What is the Cahoba Ritual? The Cahoba Ritual is one of our ceremonies where we have this, like, snuff. And it's um, got three ingredients in it. And those ingredients combined, you know, they, they would traditionally, they would like blow it up your nose and it would like take you right to the spirit world, like, in, you know, depending on how much you have. So right. this song sounds is... Sounds like DMT. It is pretty much the same thing as that, I believe. And so like we do these ceremonies, you know, I don't really do it that often, but you do it to like, you know, get, get in touch with that medicine from the culture and do that, that cultural type of ritual. And so that's what that song's about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very well done. Um, Thank you. And so that would be something that you would you would hear typically while passing the peace pipe. Well, it, it would be like while we're in like that sort of trance in that ritual. Yeah. And, and actually while the people are actually beginning to take it, that's when we would actually sing that song. It's sung a little bit different than you would hear like that, but... So that's when that song is just to like keep that person connected to the earth side of, yeah. you know, without going too far out that way. Exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, you talk about the ritual. Um, well, f- first of all, answer us the question, you know, clearly you're Native American. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the tribe that you belong to and when and why would a ritual like this be performed? Educate us. Yeah. Okay. I'll do my best. Um, I'm from the, my, on my mom's side, I'm Taino from the Caribbean, um, like Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, that the indigenous people there, the ones that put the bones through the nose, I'm a descendant of them. And um, on my dad's side, I'm a Cherokee and Scottish. And so these, that ceremony would be done, you know, typically like hundreds of years ago when they did it, the medicine people would like fast for a very long time. They would be like really skinny and like kind of like lethargic and just fast almost to like death, you know, till they were just at that point. And then they would take that medicine and that's how they would really get into that spirit world like that. Yeah. But today we do it to keep the culture alive and, you know, we don't do it like in that intense way. It's more in a controlled, you know, environment with medicine. People that have been doing it for a long time. And it's when, you know, that time is, there's no specific time for it. It's when that need is called, like, from the people, then the chief will take it out of the medicine person. It's always done by, like, a medicine person. It's not just, like, randomly handed out, yeah. you know. Yeah, or, yeah. It's, it's a special torch to carry. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's not would just you, like a, a Would game. you compare a medicine person to, say, like a shaman in South American culture? Yeah, pretty much. Someone that's that's dedicated to, to that part of the culture. You, know, you have people that make tools and people that are the hunters and the gatherers and the farmers. And you got the medicine people, you know. And now the medicine people, that medicine person kind of holds it all together along with the chief of the tribe, which isn't necessarily a man. It could be a woman. And the medicine person could be a woman. So it's not like a gendered thing. It's whoever fits the 
fits that you know criteria and who's willing to do it and so yeah that's how that works that's awesome man and yeah. i mean that's it's just one of many rituals and gatherings uh we were talking a little bit before the show started about powwows mm -hmm. and uh we got to talking about how um you're working on like a new age powwow right now Is that yeah a song yeah. yeah yeah like a powwow song it's you know they got these like like powwow songs where they have these snappy lyrics you know and and you just never know like where they're going to go with it you know when they're singing it and so i thought you know it'd be pretty cool to kind of put something like that out on my next album a little snappy lyric powwow type of vibe so yeah that's what i'm doing man i got like a little powwow vibe going there michael i think you missed that conversation there's there's uh powwow songs that now have like like english yeah sp spoken like kind of snappy lyrics so and it's uh, basically it's adapting to the newer the new culture yeah. or the new you know scene for lack of a better term yeah upgraded you know contemporary you know more like the vibe of today you know and how people can understand it and see it yeah so they're it's, fun man it's a lot of fun it's probably important to to keep the culture going given <clears throat> excuse me given kind of where we are in history where you know you know not not to bring race up but like the, the number of races is either dwindling to nothing or expanding mm -hmm. to a million. Like you, know, you talk, you, you yourself, you know, you've got ties to Caribbean ancestry and native American and, and Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah. You know, I guess, I guess what I, I'm trying to be very careful about how I word it, but you know, like the whole white, black, you know, green, orange, yellow, like it's going away. We're all becoming right. one big world culture. Yeah. You, know, you know, you got a few crazy people out there and I got to stay pure, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but, but you kind of have to adapt to make things more digestible to a, a, a bigger audience in order to mm -hmm. keep a culture going and not let it just get swallowed up in, you know, in the history. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, we have, we invite people to our ceremonies that are of all colors, we have Christian people come, Buddhists come. They just like respectfully want to just kind of join one or two times, and yeah, and so yeah, we dance with with all kinds of people, and we've always been that way, and that's what we want. We want like to include everybody, women, children, everyone's included. It's not like a gendered thing when we have like those ceremonial rituals or the dances you know it's always you know it's kind of funny because people think like men lead everything in my in our culture and you know and you see like these men are all like tough and i'd be like yeah you know all right everybody we're gonna do this i'm gonna do that you know and then he looks back and he looks at his woman is that okay you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean and she's like yeah all right whatever okay everybody get busy you know what i mean it's like the women are always driving us they're always back there like you know, making sure, you know, that things are cool and we're making good decisions and they keep us in check, you know, and we do the same for them. But that's what it's like in our culture. You know, it's not like the men are like leading everything. That's like a European version of it. Yeah. But traditionally it was like the whoever was able to do it, did it, you know. And so that's how it was. That's that's that still what we is. do. It. That's what we do in my household too, man. Yeah, right. Me and me and the me and the lady work together toward a common goal. Yeah, it doesn't have to be all me. Like mm -hmm. I'm not even that big. <laughs> yeah, she's got bigger muscles than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's awesome. Um, and going back to the powwow thing, man. What is a powwow? Well, a powwow is like a social gathering. 
of like a tribal social gathering. And it's not necessarily for my culture, but um, I enjoy them. And it's where we could have like a gathering in town and invite people from the town to just experience the culture and the drumming and the music. And it gives people a chance to set up like booths and sell different things that they make or, you know, however they acquire them. And so in my culture, in the Taino culture, we have like an areto. And that's like similar to a powwow where it's a social gathering, you know, mostly dancing and we have fire and sometimes it could be really social or more like just, you know, for like a community. Yeah. I want to go to one. Yeah. I I think it's important to keep that that type of culture alive. I mean, Cody, you and I could easily relate to what he's talking about because we do it with music festivals. Yeah, we're uh, we're yeah. part of the metal culture. Yeah, we yeah we're part of the, and and the the reason I say that is, you know, as as we evolve as a species, as our population continues to grow, and you look around today and see how fractured things get, and in in people, you know, I, I like to use the word tribe to describe the way people have begun to think socially. They get very tribal in in their beliefs. And it's like, well, if you don't believe what this is, but the one thing that they're forgetting is that you're supposed to be a community and and a community of people that are like-minded should not shut themselves off from the rest of the world. You should invite other cultures and other tribes to share in, in, in Mm -hmm. in technology and intellect and And resources of life. In, in your way of life, and, and, and I think it makes you a more complete, more well-rounded person to know more about people that are different from you, and, and, and that's why I've always appreciated Native American culture. I mean, I know this sounds stupid, but when I was a kid, you know, I, when we learned about cowboys and Indians, you know, mm-hmm. that's how we were taught in the 80s, Yeah, <laughs> and I always empathized with the Native American side. I was like, well, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of got a raw yeah, right. deal. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know. They got us in cupboards, you know. Yeah, that's how I became a yeah. fan of, of the Washington, you know, whatever the hell they're calling themselves now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was because, I, you know, when I, as a very young, at a very young age, I, I, I you know, we have a museum here in Gastonia called the Shield Museum of Natural History. That's right. Mm. And we would always, you know, every year we'd take a field trip and we would learn more about the Native American culture. And the more I learned, the more fascinated I was. And, and yeah. I've always had an affinity for that culture. And, and one of the things I love most about the culture is how tight the community is yeah. and how, how everyone has a position in that, you know, I don't even want to use the word hierarchy, but like everyone has a job to do, I guess mm-hmm. is a better way to put it. And, and yeah. if you don't do your job, it, it it's not just hurting you, it's hurting the whole community. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I really wish that more people would adapt. Embrace that. Em- embra- yeah. Embrace is a better word. Embrace that, that type of thinking. Yeah. Because I, I embrace it and you know, I'm obviously not Native American, but I, I embrace that, you know? Well, it's about being human, you know, yeah. not necessarily Native American. I mean, we see it in all these cultures, you know, that, you know, you see like in Asian cultures, you know, people are like, how do these people like have these restaurants and make it? And it's like, because they all gather together, they live in it's one place. And the same thing with the culture from Mexico. They come and open up these restaurants and they can make it because they're like, pulled together yeah. yeah and you know some of us as you know just like just say americans you know 
sometimes we we forgot you know we've become fragmented right. a little bit and so it makes it a little bit harder for us and we see like oh they're making it but we're not and it's like they're really working hard for it you yeah know? they're earning it yeah yeah you know they're sacrificing you know a lot sometimes those cultures are sacrificing quite a bit you know mm-hmm. just to have like a restaurant you know because that's what they like to do so yeah you know it's a beautiful thing you know see people working hard for it let's talk about the music for a minute music yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How, how, so you know, was music part of how you fit in to your to your tribe? Yeah, man. The music is like the magic of, like, the center of like almost everything that we do. Whenever we gather, there's people with rattles. There's like a drum. People are singing. I mean, it's just like it, for the Taino culture. You know, it just like comes out of us when we get together. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And I like how you can find music and everything because there's a, <coughs> there's an intro on your album where you talk about going out to the sweat lodge mm-hmm. and just kind of like closing your eyes and really listening in to the, just the nature sounds. And you you picked up a drum beat just in your head off of the sounds of nature that was yes. happening in the distance. Yeah. And it was it was um it was like a three a three beat. Mm-hmm. How did it go? Well, it was like, um, dum, 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 you know. And so what, what it was was like I was in Puerto Rico at um, one of my teachers, Abuela Naniki, really respected Abuela. And, you know, I was just in the lodge and I was hearing, I thought they were having like a huge party down at the house because all, they all went back to the house and I was at the lodge by myself. And and I just kept hearing this like, you know, wah, wah, wah. And I'm like, what is that? Like, it just it wouldn't go away. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's how it started, just like hearing that. And I was like, I didn't know if they were like doing it down there or <laughs> if it was, you know, the sounds in the forest. I didn't, I couldn't tell where it was coming from at first. And I just like, just relaxed into it and let it come. See, and that's amazing because you can draw inspiration from an unknown sound really because yeah. we, are, we still don't know if it was nature or, or the family party in there. <laughs> yeah no it was, it was nature it, it was definitely because when i got out i was like listening i was like wow it was like a mm, mm, like i was just able to connect That's with that it was awesome, really nice man. i'm 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 envious of that ability to connect that deeply with nature like yeah turning off the noise in your head when you know we all want quiet time, right? We all mm-hmm. want time to ourselves. And, yeah. you, you know, you grow up and you have kids and you have a family and you have a <laughs> job and you, you got to do this. And you got to get the car clean. And there's so much going on. When you find, when I finally get an opportunity to just be alone with my thoughts, You're I, I can't turn the damn noise off. Mm. I don't think and, any human being can ever clear the mind of all thought completely. I just think that's humanly impossible. But I think you can meditate and quiet, quiet it, right? Am I or we right? can replace it. Yeah. You know, like I said, that's why we have those songs. That's why we have, like, these things that we wear. It, like, reminds us, like, yeah, we, we need to find that place, like, constantly through the day. Yeah. And we replace it with a song. When you get into that song and you start singing and drumming, it actually puts you into a place of, like, where it, like we call it, like, maguanada, like, a place apart. Like, it just takes you apart from everything else. Yeah. But it's not just, like, a switch. I mean, you have to work at that a little bit. Yeah. It's like getting in the zone. Yeah, yeah, on stage, mm-hmm. so getting in his own. Definitely, yeah. and I mean, as a guy that used to play bass, I'm sure that when you performed, you got oh. into a 
Oh, for sure. There, there were there were plenty of moments when you know this was a long time ago, very young. But there were plenty of moments where you would get. I mean, you'd get tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you were just in a zone and you were feeling it. You couldn't make a mistake. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. there, you you would have nights like that, and that's probably the last time that I. You know, it's probably been that long since I had that kind of peace in my head. Because yeah. when you're in that zone, there's nothing else. Yeah. And it's totally. it's a beautiful thing. Yes. It it's just like energizes you. Yeah. How do you find that you can get yourself there throughout the day? Well, you know, I, 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 I like freedom. You know, like I really value my freedom. Erica. Yeah. And so, you know, I try to work for myself as much as possible. I arrange my life so that I can include my music at the level I need to. I could make the money like I need to. I could cultivate my relationship like I need to. And and so it's about just setting everything up in that way. So I just, I just, I really value my freedom. So I set my life up like as much as I can. Yeah. In other words, he is not in the rat race. Yeah. Which as much is, as I cannot be, yes. <laughs> yeah, which is amazing. Um, where are you doing your recordings at? Look at you, Tim. Oh, um, well, we are calling. I did at um, Grosso Studios. In, um, Shout out to right those outside. guys. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Grosso. He was incredible, incredible sound engineer. And the yeah, last couple of um, CDs were at uh, Tao Studios, Michael Tao. And he's a friend of mine and just a... Uh, incredible sound engineer and and he's all about like the natural rhythm of things although now he's like oh Neil, i want you to do your stuff to a click track you know now he's kind of getting me like he wants it like everything on time now so he's kind of he's pushing my limits because i'm he's like oh you tribal so you just kind of do it like like you do it you know for ceremony but now he's like oh you know what i think we need to tighten it up so yeah, he's like he's definitely working working me a little bit in that way and getting my mind into the more professional groove of the music. Hey, but know? that's good though because I, I personally I think that that's only going to elevate everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, that's and and especially uh, I'm excited to hear what you're coming out with. You said you're working on the, the new CD, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it should be a couple months, maybe six months. Yeah, maybe so. like six months. You know, every CD has like a purpose yeah you know and so this one the last one i was i I really wanted to get into native american music awards somehow so i focused like everything kind of towards that yeah and i did get in i got like six nominations yeah native american congratulations i made it through the first voting thing and now i got like i'm in for like one nomination which is great and even if i don't get it i'm just happy to even be in there yeah, you achieved your goal yeah i achieved it yeah so this this um cd that i'm doing is more for like radio play to like really get out there like in those masses so i'm trying to um you know produce it like that along with like michael Tao and a couple other people that are like really helping me like tweak it in that way but the drums are like really powerful and it's got a nice bass line which i never really had bass in it before and we're gonna have some electric guitar in it and hey yeah so we're like adding like these upgraded you know like elements yes yeah. yes exactly it's different elements man mm-hmm. that's really cool yeah uh i'm excited to to hear more of your music uh i was wondering if maybe we could go ahead and have you maybe i noticed you brought a drum yeah totally i would love to you want to do that yeah i would love to let's roll it man all right all right let's do it okay oh yeah we'll bring it over here yeah 
from just a drum. Oh, sweet. How you doing, Alan? Yeah. All right. Is the camera still rolling? Yeah, still yeah. rolling. So, yeah, so go ahead. Uh, so what are you going to be performing for us today? Well, today I've got this log drum. It's a Maya Wakan um, in my culture. This is what we played. It's like a male energy drum. Doesn't mean females don't play it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I actually make these. And wow. so, yeah, yeah, I actually make these. When I first started making them, you know, the, some of the fellas, the Taino men, were like, oh, you can't make them for women, you know. Oh, come on. Yeah, and I was like, you know, so like the first like six drums all went out to women. You know? <laughs> Just as like a, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's how I am. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I am. I told you, I like, I like to be free. Yeah. But, you know, so these drums, they bring like the the breath of the ancestors what are they made of this is made of some type of wood i've made like over 400 of these i can't remember what this one's made of and it's got these tongues you know they create these different sounds and tones I like that. and so this is one of the ones i use for like my music and on stage and, and so you know i'll just play like a little bit of um you know um something I was playing an imaginary click in my head, and you were on time. Man. Oh, sure I was. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely, dude. <laughs> For the imaginary click, I might be. Dude, that was awesome, though. Thank you. That was really great. Now, talk a little bit about your experience. You're not just a Native American musician. You also spend some time educating and you say there, there's more to Ikechite than, than just performing music. Talk a little bit about the other things that you do in addition. Yeah, you know, it's all about the culture for me. And so we have like um, ceremonies, you know, monthly, and um, they're open to all cultures. I have like witches that come to my ceremony, like a lot of them. That's real interesting. That's but awesome. Yeah, it's totally cool. And what it is is that I've created like a platform for people that do these type of like spiritual things that you just like you can't go to churches you know, like it's just not not that kind of a thing it's more of a private thing so very similar to just earth people you know and people that have different vibes and different ways of their cultivating their spirituality so i open that for them and, and when i can assist them in anything I, I do and i learn a lot from them also you know and um, for like Taino people, we have like I'll like host dances and host like other types of ceremonies, and open it up for like some of even my teachers to come and help us learn, and also just share what I've learned, you know. And so it's all about like just cultivating a spiritual path so we can stay connected. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, could I maybe come to, to one of these? Maybe? Yeah, totally. This weekend we have. You're more than welcome to come. I, well, I would this weekend, but it's my wife's birthday this weekend. Yeah, well, next one in March. Next right one in March? Twenty first. Yeah. Where would one go if uh, or you know if, if one wanted to to take part in one of these to join in to join in? Where yeah. how would they find out about it? Just um, contact me, you know, keychday at gmail .com or in any way through like Facebook Messenger, and I will link you in with what we're doing. 
Um, it's definitely open for all people. We don't do like a big public invite because it is our ceremony. It is culture, and we don't want to just put it like out there like that. But we, we invite everyone, you know, and, and I encourage people to come. We do sweat lodges. They're kind of intense. Have you ever done one of those? I want to. Yeah, they're really good for you, man. They clean your blood out. They just, it's so, it's purification. It, the sweat lodge is more like a Hollywood type of thing. We call it purification ceremony. Yeah. And, you know, that's what it is. It's just like taking all of these toxins and just like ripping it out of you. I'm ready for that. Yeah. I feel like I need that. Is it's that great. part of the same ceremony? Well, that's that's uh, one of the ceremonies that I do um, like, like every month because we have like a lot of people in the community that call for that. Yeah. And then like maybe two or three times a year I try to do like dance ceremonies and full moon ceremonies, things like that. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I think the closest thing that I've gotten to any sort of, I guess, ceremony at all would be there was a guy at, at a, <laughs> sounds silly, but there was a guy at a yoga studio. Mm. But he had like singing bowls, like, mm. and that was that was a wonderful yeah, experience. Those are amazing. Yeah, he was good at them, and and he was also doing like chanting mm -hmm. with it too. And I was fully meditated. Yes, those you know? are amazing. Yeah, amazing instruments. I, I like I like that. I've never been in a sweat lodge, and I'd like to, <clears throat> but too. I have been in a Slipknot mosh pit in the middle of summer. Yeah, that was sweaty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was at the same thing. Akinsate, <laughs> do you ever get, go to like the festivals and go rage out in the in the mosh pits? It's been a while. Do they still have mosh pits? They still have. Oh mosh yeah. Pits. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I haven't seen a mosh pit in a while, but um, it's been a while since I've done that. And uh, but yeah, I go to festivals. And I play festivals, so yeah, I'm there. I'm doing like the mushroom festival. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that down in Georgia? No, but I have, yeah. it's got the word mushroom in it, so I like it already. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's all about educating and resources of mushrooms, and but yeah, it's it, it's definitely got like the party side of it too. And Terrific. everybody it's, walking around with the gout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's they they educate people. And that's the thing, you know. They they make like material out of mushrooms. And they've been doing it in, like, that. other countries, like hats and stuff. What? Yeah, yeah. They, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's what, the, that's what they do at this mushroom festival. They just completely educate you. And then they have the Magic Mushroom Music Jam. Oh. And, I, and that's what I usually play it. I'll be playing there. That sounds year. like I want to go there. It's awesome, man. It's, uh, like, um, May 21st, I think it is. That's the new year. rebellion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Mushroom Festival. Mushroom yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and before that, I got the Bigfoot Festival. <laughs> the Bigfoot Festival? Yeah, the Bigfoot Festival. What is the Bigfoot Festival? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I want to go to the Bigfoot Festival. I know. I believe in Bigfoot. It, it's in Tennessee. I'm just um work, working through the details on that. It's just like a small little performance I'm doing. Oh, that sounds yeah, awesome. The Bigfoot Festival. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm glad you're a fan of festivals. Yes. You know, that's, that's actually how Michael and I met and discovered that we were brothers. Oh, yeah? At a music festival, hmm. as fate would have it. Now we're opening up a music venue. Hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. You discover that you were brothers? What's, what do you mean by that? I have to, well, Michael, you can. <laughs> well, <clears throat> we have the same last name. And it's like, hey, I'm Carpenter, you're Carpenter too. Uh, hmm. And, um, you know, we did a little digging and found Turns out, out. Uh, daddy was a whore. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. All right. So, but we made that discovery. Wow, that's music. incredible. Music is powerful, man. Yeah. That's the whole thing I've been mm -hmm. trying to say. It's to probably them. how we became brothers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Through music. But that, yeah, that romantic music. You know? Exactly. Yeah, as fate would have it. As fate would have it. 
What are your What are some of your favorite artists? The Kitchete. I gotta know. Yeah, um, like big time artists. Just well, who do you listen to? Who do you listen yeah. to? Like who's uh, on your you know shuffle? you know who I I really like is um like Rising Appalachia. Rising Appalachia. Yeah, have you heard of them? No. Yeah, they're like an amazing band. Um, yeah, I really like them, and um, you know I like the powwow bands like um like the Cree Confederation. Yeah. You know they rock out some really good songs. Um, Tribes. Huh. Tribes. Yeah. That band. Yeah, tribes. That's a good with band. With the Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, some of the reggae bands that my friends play in, you know, are like oh, just incredible. I love reggae. But you know, I like like Led Zeppelin and you know that old like eighties, seventies, eighties like rock and roll and and then you know Godsmack. Like I really enjoy Godsmack. Some new new yeah. metal in you. Yeah. Metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I actually, you know, if, if I can't find like a like a rhythm or something, and I'm really digging for something, I'll go back to those old rock and roll songs and just start listening to like you know, John Bonham. Oh You know, yeah, he did like man. some of the studio stuff, man. Fool in the Rain. I'm just yeah. like, oh, I got like I can do something with you know that influences me, and that that's like I go, I look you know to those like really like professional long term, long time heavy people. rockers. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I, you know. Um, James Brown, like I've been listening to a lot of him, just like learning, like trying to get like some ideas and just like, well, you know, what did they do? Just take golden nuggets from the pros out there yeah. and incorporate mm-hmm. the nuggets. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's, so you so you still nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, so you still will, will kind of go back to the well for inspiration? Always, yes. I go back to my culture speaking with people, you know, um, I have a good, you know, pretty good team I'm with, um, you know, I have pretty good photographer. She just takes like incredible pictures. She just captures. Your photographer's actually here today. Yeah. She's off camera. Yeah. But we'll say hello. We'll wave hello. Yeah. Hello. Alexandra Taylor, photography, like she does, you know, you can see her on Facebook. She's just incredible. She spends all this time trying to like get them just right you know then and so that's she's, what you want yeah, yeah yeah she does it man she does a really good job at yeah. that and so i've got a good sound man i've got like just incredible people that are helping me so none of this really happens by myself you know it's like it's it takes like a team of people driving and, exactly you know there's times i get like ah, i don't want to do this anymore and they're like, what? You Music know? at all? Oh, you know, you, you get frustrated. It happens to all of us, man. Like, it does. We, we talk about it, you know. We start like, ah, man, I don't know. I don't think anyone's listening to my stuff, you know. And then you get like a punch in the shoulder. Ah, what are you talking about, you know. <laughs> and so you just keep going, you know. And that's the way you do it, man. Yeah. You push dude, each other. You got to keep it rolling. I mean, we yeah. we definitely, we were like, we got to have a kitchete on the show. Man, I appreciate you know? it, man. Yeah, I appreciate we, it. We recognize music. Thanks. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. So you guys have a venue opening up or something yeah, going man. on? Yeah. So that we're we're basically doing what you're doing in the sense of creating a platform. Yeah. You, know, you mentioned earlier that you do like a gathering once a month mm-hmm. for you know for the the spiritual stuff, right? Right. But we want to do that for all genres of music at a in at an nice. indoor like venue level. Yeah, I hope I mean? we can create some spiritual experiences. I hope you know? so too. I, I really, yeah. I genuinely do. Like, you know, the heart behind this project is to to give something of value to people that that mm-hmm. that share a love for the same thing, no matter what type of that thing you listen to. Yeah, yeah. because you know, I guess we can all have these experiences. I shouldn't limit it to just music because we're we're wanting to do like stand up comedy. 
Oh, that's ex- excellent. You know, we want to have some music. Mm-hmm. We want to have like some games. Stuff that you could go out and participate in and then leave and be like, wow, that was super fun. Yeah, something for the community. Exactly. For everybody. Yeah. Well, our community is heavily lacking in venues. Mm -hmm. There's tons of... Entertainment in general. Entertainment in general. Really? Um, I mean, we have the the Little Theater of Gastonia. Shout out to those guys because uh, I actually did a show with them, a little Mm. theater show. We did uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, movie. Yeah, a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was originally a play, and we did the play. And so that's cool. We have that. There's mm-hmm. a couple other spots, but, you know, I, I think as far as, like, entertainment mecca, we don't have one of those. Yeah. You know, maybe in Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Asheville's, like, you know, booming with the musicians, but not enough places to play. Well, maybe a short drive down to Gastonia is all yeah, they need. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would make it. I mean, all of my stuff is outside of Asheville, almost all of it. Yeah. 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 So, well, I travel. I got like a van, my music van. Oh, dude. Well, we'd yeah. love to have you come play at the Rooster. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, you will. I would love and, it. And, you know, not, not only that, you know, um, during my doing my research for this episode, um, I saw, I don't know if you've intentionally not mentioned it, but you're also an educator. So if there's any teachers out there listening, I'm going to give Akichite a moment to talk about his educational platform, and, and maybe you can talk to our audience about how Do they it. can get in touch with you to maybe you know bring bring some, some culture to their world. Yeah, you know, because, you know, in, like my generation really kick-started the Taino culture, like bringing it back it, it, we weren't like the first ones but like we were really like whoa what's going on here we're taino what's this about so you know i became educated i started just educating myself in this and so in turn my teachers were like well now you know you have to be like flip that and start you know evolving and so yeah they you know they taught me how to like be somewhat educational and, um, you know, and then I was like just doing like martial arts and I would be like doing homeschool programs, teaching martial arts oh, and teaching cool. like a little bit of this indigenous culture. And so that's really where it came from. And then just doing through the through the ceremonies, you know, and phone calls with people from sometimes other countries or just around the country and having conversations. And that's how we educate best is just through conversations and yeah. having that back and forth, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean. Yeah. We we uh, we try to do that here uh, as well, and just you know we're not genre specific either, you know, which is a big mm-hmm. thing. Well, that's that's kind of why we changed the format of this show. We we mm. started this show just kind of interviewing local artists, yeah. you know, getting the the download on where they came from, how they got started, you know, what are their goals, this kind of thing, but and it turned into the same questions. It, yeah, and, right. And then it's you know, it dawned on answers. us that you know we have an opportunity here to like share other people's knowledge and mm-hmm. learn from other people. Right. So we started just having conversations and not coming with a list of questions we wanted to ask. It was like, let's just talk to people. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I, I, I kind of sincerely hope that we're successful when we get open with keeping, keeping the doors going so that we can continue to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, this is going to end up being half of our business is, you know, 
you know, putting on shows is one thing, but keeping this show going and being able to do it, you know, as we grow, we can bring more people in that are more skilled than we are, mm-hmm. at, you know, with the video and the audio. And if we can continually keep putting on content and talking with local artists and regional artists about their backgrounds, where they came from, you know, what it is they're into, hopefully from that we can start to educate people and bring more people together you know every week we talk to somebody from a different way of life yeah and we get nice. to share a little tiny piece of that with the you know handful of dozens of people that yeah. that might listen to this show hopefully mm-hmm. we can grow in in that you know that several dozen turns into several hundred and then several thousand and you know Ultimately, our goal is to bring people together. And how better to do that than to shine a little spotlight on this little piece of the world that you're not getting a chance to see? Exactly. You know yeah. What I, mean? I mean, you have no idea how like impactful this is for even someone like me to have the experience to be able to sit here and just like speak with you on these subjects and you know just have have like that whole experience and then be able to like speak about it afterwards and. You know, it's it's a great thing, and so other artists like are benefiting from what you all are doing here. Definitely, and that's that's all we want, man. Mm-hmm. It's not even for us; it's for the artists. You know, mm-hmm. that's the whole reason I I keep coming back every week, man. Because uh, especially this episode today, man, I feel like I've been thoroughly educated. I feel like I just got a hug. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I do. Like, I feel like I've been hugged this yeah, evening. It, well, exactly. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was uh, it was uh, very nice getting to know a little bit more about Akichite and your music and really everything that you're doing because you're also educating. So um, we'll give you this time now to educate our viewers on where to find more Akichite. Yeah, you can find my music on Bandcamp. Akichite.com uh, is my website. You can find all the information on me there. And uh, Facebook, Akichite Carlino. And so that's where I'm at. And uh, check out my vibe. I always have new videos. Also YouTube. Um, I teach days indigenous music on YouTube. I have a lot of videos there. Spotify. Just, uh, yeah, I'm on Spotify. I'm on all the streaming channels. Um, so you can find me. You can just Google me and everything comes up. And so, yeah, I play like, um, you know, these little like open mic things around Asheville, and, um, which is really cool. They're hosted by really great people, excellent musicians. Um, and so that's kind of how I'm practicing, and, and that's what I'm doing in Asheville. And so I'm open to... Maybe we can uh, do a private powwow one night oh, at the Rooster. We should. Yeah, we should. Well, like an invitation only kind of thing. Yeah, we'll have some... What's the typical food that you'd want to cook at a powwow? Like maybe smoke a whole pig or something? Yeah, that would be excellent, wouldn't it? Yeah, let's yeah. do that, dude. Yeah, well, we, I did a, a barbecue one time I played at like a year ago in February in Asheville. That's what they did. They roasted a pig, yeah. and I was out there you know, doing my thing. Let's my, do that. my Caribbean thing in February, yeah. we're all freezing our asses off out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, definitely make sure you guys go out to all of those platforms in which Akichite has mentioned to listen to his music. Yes. Uh, and, you know, if you guys want to keep supporting local artists, uh, make sure to keep tuning in and we'll see you guys. Subscribe. And subscribe. Uh, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you. Kitchate, thank thanks for doing this. Yes, Absolutely, thank you man. very much. It was excellent.